Hello, everybody. Welcome back, finally, to the Laugh Spin Podcast. My name is Mike, along with me, Dylan Godino, Editor-in-Chief, LaughSpin.com. Hi, buddy. Hey, sir. How are you? Long time no talk. Yeah, it's uh, it's been a while. Well, we've we've texted a lot in the last... Well, not a lot, but... We have. We text we text love notes back and forth to each other, or not. We sort of do. Show. Mike... Mike, I think, secretly thinks I'm going to off myself, so he checks in every I, once in a while. I feel bad. Like, sometimes you're just like, you're just like, I'm not doing anything right, and then I need to text you and make sure you're okay and tell you that you're great. Oh, man. Like a loser that I am, because I just have to save everybody. No, no, that's, that's, believe me, it's, it's appreciated. It's yeah. appreciated. Well, you've been busy. I've been busy. Yeah. And now we're getting back into the swing of things as we do. I'm, we were talking a little bit before. You've uh, you've actually been in the studio recording like a big shot. Yeah. You know, um, I'm sure basically nobody who listens to this uh, knows <laughs> that uh, before I was in the comedy game, I was in the music game. You know, I wrote about music and I've been in many bands and all that good stuff so and I was feeling that I was sort of not doing anything creative because mm-hmm. laugh spin used to be creative outlet and not that it's it's not still a passion but it very much is a job yeah and then what happens is you start forgetting and this actually happened I was backstage my brother and I were backstage with DL Hughley months and months and months ago at the stress factory in New Brunswick. Excellent club. If you're in New Jersey or around New Jersey, definitely check out that club. It's good stuff. But we were talking, DL Hughley was basically holding court and he was like asking like me and my brother and there's a few other people. He's like, what do you guys do for fun? And I said, well, I used to watch and listen to comedy and write about comedy for fun, but now it's sort of like a job. Then my brother and I, who we've always played music together, we had nothing. I'm like, we don't have fun ever. <laughs> He's like, you don't do anything? I'm like, no. No, nothing. That's nothing. Absolutely nothing. We we do nothing. It, it kind of fucked me up. And uh, and it kind of made my, you want to do something. And then you got in there and you, yeah. you banged out a bunch of songs in three days. And you know what? Something I didn't tell you yes. was while you were recording, guess what? Yes. I, and playing drums recording, guess what I was doing? What? Recording, playing drums. Come on. Not With even your brother? For, yeah. We're like, we're like living like the same entire, the same exact life. I know. It's crazy. Yeah. My brother's putting an EP out. I went in and played for a couple of tracks and did terribly. <laughs> what do you mean? It took me three hours to do one fucking song. I was so pissed at myself for like three days afterwards. Yeah. But were, was it the type of thing where, did you have the song beforehand? Yeah. No, okay. I had it and my brother had it, had it all, all done already by himself yeah. pretty much. And it sounded great. And then I go in and try to play to it, and I'm ah, just off. I'm just no, off. No, 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 no. That's then, that's hard. And then we tried to create a click track to it, and it just wasn't lining up right. And then finally, I was like, "Fuck it! I'm just just give me an error. I'm just gonna do it. Fine. I'm just gonna do it piece by piece." And yeah. you know, went kind of like through the song piece by piece, and finally got it to where I'm like, "Okay, this sounds good." Unless you're a fucking robot like studio musician, that I mean, if they're not playing to you as the drummer, that's it's like nearly impossible. Yeah. To- that's rough. It kind of did it backwards, but it was but it was fine. Yeah. I mean, it, it it all worked out because it sounds it sounds good now. It does good. 
so we've been busy. We've been busy doing other stuff. I also I also went on vacation. Went to Vermont for a week, which was yeah, a blast. I saw that. Awesome up there. Just a blast. It, it, talk about getting your stress levels way way down. Just go up yeah. there. Go up there and hang out for a week. It's just gorgeous. Saw a Spinal Tap tribute band the last night I was there. <laughs> what? Yeah, Spinal <laughs> Tap tribute band. Who, by the way, had the best name I've ever heard. They were they were named I'd Tap That. <laughs> which was perfect and they did every spinal tap song everyone even like cups and cakes and they and they like opened with uh give me some money of course closed with big bottom because sure everybody wants that one had a tiny stonehenge come out and everything and they oh actually, nice they actually lost a drummer in the middle of the set so they brought up another one <laughs> it, was, it was perfect it was perfect they really did a great job so i if they're if they're playing in your area i'd tap that it's a spinal tap tribute band i highly doubt it but if they are by chance go see him because it was totally worth it it's all i wanted to do that day it was great. That's that's outstanding. Mm-hmm. I never heard of a Spinal Tap tribute band. Because what a Spinal great Tap, idea! Yeah, I mean, the, the, the Spinal Tap in 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 and of themselves is sort of a tribute, right? You know, great, good for them. They filled the night's worth. I mean, they filled you know forty five minutes an hour. They they actually were able to pull it off. It was great. Every song that you've ever heard Spinal Tap do, <laughs> it was perfect. Let me ask you this: Was there? Um, was there a mention or a small version of Lick My Love Pump? Yes, absolutely. There was. Actually, there was. Yes. <laughs> there actually was. Because they had a guy that was Viv Savage. They got a guy that played keyboards for Spinal Tap, Viv Savage, yeah. which is one of the greatest band names, band member names I've ever heard. Nigel was like, uh, we go play a little ditty right now I've been working on. And uh, Viv... <laughs> Viv, if you could please, and he just started going off on. It. He's like, "This is this is uh, of course in D minor, which is of course the saddest of all chords, <laughs> and he just, <laughs> of all keys." And it was just, it was fucking fantastic, dude. It was great. The whole thing, the whole thing was fantastic. I loved it. So, all right. So, uh, while we've been gone, there's uh, tons to talk about. First, yeah. first things first, though. Our good friends over at All Things Comedy have just been getting stronger and stronger as uh, as we've been away and as we've been as we've been doing our thing. And that is not more the case than with their recent announcement that they brought on Mr. Doug Stanhope and his comedy podcast to the All Things Comedy Network, which is huge news. Bill Burr actually announced it on uh, the Monday Morning Podcast. And mm-hmm. Doug Stanhope is is officially on it. Now, I kind of knew that he had a podcast, but, yeah. I, I, but I also kind of knew that it wasn't very, like structured like it was it was like kind of you know when he got a chance to yeah we'll do one and whatever like that's that's pretty much what it is right (laughs) yeah i mean as far as i can tell that that's basically what he's been doing i interviewed him uh i don't know a few months ago and he was talking a little bit about it and it sounds like whenever he you know decides to drop it he uh he drops an episode yeah uh but i mean people love it i mean it's just you know it's uh, i mean I can't imagine Doug Stanhope doing anything super structured, so yeah. it totally makes sense. I haven't got a chance to listen to it yet, but if you know Doug Stanhope, you know it's probably going to be a lot like how Bill Burr's podcast is, but just yeah. but just you know a little bit fewer and far in between <laughs> is my guess. Yep. Also, he'll probably have because he hangs out a lot in Bisbee with a lot of local comics in that area that kind of tour with him and stuff and open for him and stuff like that. Actually. Um, J, I, I can never pronounce his last name. J.T. Harberstadt? Harberstadt? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Harberstam? He's actually good friends with Jay, who I do the Masters of None podcast with. He, he, was actually, oh, yeah? he was actually in a band with Jay and, and hung out with Jay in college times or whatever. Oh, nice. So 
So we actually, we kind of have all of a common connection there and have interviewed him a couple times, had him on the show a couple times, and he talks about hanging out with Doug and definitely doing uh, stuff. So I can imagine he'll, he'll be on the show as well as some of the other guys that, uh, that hang out with Doug on a, on a regular yeah. basis. So look for that on the All Things Comedy Podcast website and uh, network and... What else is going on there? Because I know I know there's they're, they're, they've been announcing a lot of things. I know Mike Kaplan's got a new album coming out. Uh, yeah, I'm trying to think of like all the other guys that have stuff that I've been seeing because it's it's just kind of been coming over the wire. Um, Sam Tripoli, Sam Tripoli, uh, who's also a part of the network, he has a new album out. Yes, that's right. And uh, um, the Bootleg Hi-Fi in L.A. on Tuesday, May 27th, live show, ATC live show with Dana Gould, David Keckner, Tom Papa. Joe Bartnick, Tom Segura, and Cation. Jackie Cation. Jesus, I always look at that. I, I, I work with a guy who has a last name spelt very similar, so it throws me off every time. And uh, Tom Segura also had an album come out recently, too, I think. This special is on Netflix. It's on. Uh, it's in an album version. Yeah, a lot of the all things comedy people are doing a lot of stuff. Yep. All right, next up, uh, what is this about? The What is lipstick, sir? Ah, <laughs> yeah, I kind of, so uh, if you go to laughsman.com, I, uh, I wrote a little something about this. So the Venetian in Las Vegas is doing a, an all-female comedy series starting in the summer and it's going through the fall and some dates are even, you know, all the way into the, into the winter. And I don't know, it just kind of reminded me of, first of all, let me say this, all the comedians on this bill are stellar it, i mean they they certainly picked outstanding comedians jen kirkman and it's everybody like who's up and coming who's either a veteran or an icon like wendy liebman mm. like i said jen kirkman and joy behar and lisa lampanelli and loney love uh whitney cummings is on the list there's 14 in total heather mcdonald natasha Legero, eliza schlesinger caroline wow. ray so all the comics deserve to be there, except Wendy Williams, the talk show host, is also doing a show, which I, I, I don't understand because she's not really a comedian. <laughs> but independent of Wendy Williams' outstanding lineup. But I guess my question to our readers on Laughsman.com and now our listeners on the Laughsman podcast is, why package this as an all-female comedy series? Why not create a comedy series either not themed or with a theme that has nothing to do with further segregating groups of performers. Yeah. So, you know, a few months back, Gary Sanchez, the production company, that's Adam McKay and Will Ferrell, they launched a new arm of the production company that would only producing female-driven comedy. Hmm. So that sounds like a great thing. Superficially, that sounds like a great thing. But if you like, take a step back and think about it for like one minute, it's really, it's, it's sort of absurd. Because what they're saying is we need an entirely different arm to deal with female-driven comedies. Like, why not just have a meeting and say we're going to focus more on female-driven comedy and sort of organically just make that part of your brand? Why do we have to separate all these groups out? They're women. They're not, it's not like they're, they established uh, a documentary arm. 
it's not it's all fundamentally the same and Mm -hmm. every few months this comes up online women in comedy are women funny like are women you know not given uh, a fair shake and clearly they're not but I I don't think the answer is to is segregating Mm. I think the answer is to organically integrate everybody so that everybody's treated equally and i think the sooner we can get to the point where you see a comedy show with six comics and five of the six are are women or six of the six are women and it's not a fucking issue Mm. then you know the sooner we're gonna get past this whole women in comedy it's it's just if everybody wants to be treated equally and they should be then I don't I don't know. And I know I'm taking this way too seriously. This is just supposed to be a fun female driven <laughs> comedy series. But I mean, to me it's it's it says a lot. Well, my question is, does it become more about the gender or does it become more about their material? In that you can see that in all male shows, whether it's uh, you know, a live show or a tape show or a, or or a, you know, comedy special or whatever. They like to try to group people together that have similar styles right because obviously this obviously it's for one specific audience so you know when you say are there enough female comedians but are there enough female comedians that do a certain style of comedy because Mm -hmm. it just seems is that forcing the issue because you're you're putting together a bunch of comedians that may not have the same style of comedy or may not have if you're doing elaine boozler and amy schumer on the same card that's not the way to go you know or you know what i mean and I should I should mention that most of these shows, like all these comedians I mentioned, they're all headlining shows. Some of them are co-headlining shows. Okay. But most of them, it's not like these people are performing together. These are all head like you go and you see Whitney Cummings headline. Oh, so it's like over a certain period of time, like it's correct. Exactly. Oh, okay. Yeah, I should have explained that. But I mean, okay, there well, that are, makes that, there that are, makes more sense. There are there are co-headlining shows. Like I think there I think Natasha Leggero and. There are a few of them where, you know, there's there's two comics. Right. Okay. So, that, all right. So, then that, that makes more sense then. So, I, I guess, yeah, I, I that was my whole thing is that just, you know, you want to make sure that you're not doing it just for the sake of doing it. You know, you're not putting fe- you're not putting female comics together just for the sake of putting female comics together. It has some kind of other theme to it, whether it's, you know, again, whether it's their style, whether it's the subject material, whether it's whatever. It just, it, it that, that makes it seem more forced to me, uh, you know, yeah, but but yeah, I, just, I, I see. What I just you're think it's 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 just I just think it's a lazy way. It's sort of a lazy and and thoughtless way to to package comedy. Well, and well, and again, who's it together? The Venetian, oh, the entertainment director at at the Venetian, right? And and I'm not. And, and again, let me emphasize, I'm not taking anything away from any of these comics. I no, no, no. I enjoy I enjoy all these comics. I'm glad they're getting these gigs because I know historically these are very, very well-paid gigs, and I'm glad oh, yeah, totally. all these people involved are getting paid well and and doing cool gigs. Where I guarantee you they're going to be treated very well, and that's how it should be. Yeah. And if I were them, I would take I would take the shows too. Yeah. 
But it's just, I don't know. It's just, it just seems like... Well, I'd be interested to hear what they have to say. You know, what the, what the comics getting booked have to say. Obviously, you know, their first thing is, dude, they're paying me a shit ton of money. I'm as, as damn straight I'm taking it. Okay, cool. But it, but that aside, is it something that you're like, you're kind of like, okay, I'll do this, I guess. Or is it something that you're generally like, okay, I, I like the fact that they're all bringing us together because maybe we can then give somebody else a leg up or... You know, yeah. whatever, whatever their whatever their other agenda is behind it. I mean, maybe I'll, I'll be curious to hear what what they would have to say. The people that that are actually doing the gig. Yeah, I mean, we'll have to wait until many many months after this all this is all done because I doubt any of them would say anything negative about no, it. No, no, no. Yeah, new, new, new. When is that hitting uh, Vegas? So that's it. Like starts in July and goes all the way until December, depending on the comedian. Like. For instance, Joy Behar will, is playing August 22nd and 23rd. Jennifer Coolidge is doing September 19th and September 20th. Whitney Cummings has four dates through August and yeah. November. Right. It's all staggered a little bit. Susie maybe, Essman, that's another one. Maybe the booker, I mean, the other thing too is maybe the booker is trying to do a theme, not be, not for the sake of comedy, but for the sake of somebody else. Because maybe their clientele is mo- mainly women or mainly, uh, you know, yeah, families I mean, they, or whatever. Maybe they're and, and, other mo- ulterior motives. Yeah, I think that is the case. And in their, in their, in their press release, they actually mention that some of the things that they're trying to cater to includes bachelorette parties. There you and go. If you ask any comedian, oof, those are the, the worst. Thing, the thing they hate most about playing live, <laughs> they would say bachelorette party. Yep, that's uh, terrible. <laughs> so yeah. Oh uh, wow. Okay. So there's that. It's Vegas. I I totally get it. It's Vegas. They're looking to appeal to the largest group of people. I mean, these people, uh, you yeah. know. Anyway. And, that's and, and you, like you said before, it seems lazy because it is lazy because it's Vegas. Yeah. And Vegas is kind of lazy when they're performers. Let's be honest. <laughs> they're a little lazy with that shit. I mean, shit. I don't know. I, I never knew who the fuck Danny Gans was until I got there. <laughs> who exactly danny gans danny gans used to play vegas all the time i don't know if he still does he probably does who knows and i never knew who the fuck he was until you go there it's he's just one of these one of these white bread fucking middle of the road no, nothing you know <laughs> all right let's move on shall we the yes the comedy central half hour is coming back uh, a lot of great comics we've mentioned it before a lot, a lot of great comics coming back to uh, Comedy Central for their own half-hour specials, and that's kicking off very, very soon. Speaking of Comedy Central, before uh, before we talk about that, I actually have they they've been on a tear lately with some of their uh, comedian specials. Um, David Spade had a really good one. Surprisingly, I liked. Yeah. Uh, Tracy Morgan's was awesome. <laughs> yeah. I fucking loved I I, Tracy I Morgan's. I miss Tracy's. Oh, who's so good? Um, uh, Patton Oswalt's was great. Oh yeah, uh, and yeah, I, I've been I've been watching a bunch. I, I I'm loving them. Uh, and oh, and then Hannibal Burris was fucking amazing. David oh, Tell's yeah. was great. I love David oh, yeah. Tell's uh, gorilla style uh, shots. The he just gave a he just gave a camera to a member in the audience. Yeah, and, and shot his special from like four different clubs uh, on the road, which is just perfect because that is. That is Dave's lair. That he, Dave is a, a creature of the road, and he's just great. yeah, oh yeah, absolutely. He does the same thing on his uh, comedy uh, underground. Yeah, 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 yeah. Which has been phenomenal, a phenomenal show. Uh, definitely one to TiVo if you're not 
if you're not up for saying it, staying up until one o'clock to watch it yeah. live, but, but great show. Um, but yeah, the comedy half hour. So, so what's the, what are the, the latest details with that? Why don't we starting with that up? So that starts Friday, June 6th at mid midnight Eastern and every Friday, uh, after that, it's going to be, uh, two half hour specials back to back every Friday at midnight. So Chris DiStefano and Michael Che, uh, are kicking things off on June 6th. And then from there on, Joe Zimmerman, who is excellent, Joe Wengert, Giannis Pappas, Chris Gethard, Ron Funches, Rachel Feinstein, Fortune Feimster, Adam Newman, Damian Lemon, Mark Norman, Kurt Braunohler, and Tommy Jonagan. Nice. All have half-hour specials. So it is a stellar season of the half-hour. Comedy Central's been on a tear lately, too, so it's just it's going to be great to see uh this come back and you know they they're finally you know adding more stand up to their repertoire rather than just shows which is great they have to be on a tear because they're getting a lot of they're seeing so much more competition from the other networks uh than they ever have i mean you look at fx right and ifc and uh, you know just all these all the tbs for christ's sakes yeah like, you know they're they're, they need to, and they're doing, they're doing, I think they're doing great, uh, yeah. but yeah, they got to keep plugging away. And speaking of, uh, speaking of that, speaking of FX, FX announced they canceled some shows. Uh, Jim Jeffries Legit and Danny McBride's Chosen got the axe, uh, which is, yeah, which is a shame. Legit was great. Legit was a great show. Yeah. Um, one of the best. Yeah, it was, it was extremely funny and then also extremely sensitive at the same time yeah, <laughs> it was it, it was, was great it was a really good well-written show very very well-written show um and then chosen i i watched a little bit i didn't really like it came it came on after archer and that's a tough act to follow honestly yeah it um, really is but yeah <laughs> but uh um yeah so they those get the axe and what oh oh um Oh yeah, but also too, a bunch of shows got picked up. So yeah. we got uh, AMC picked up AMC, which is becoming becoming the Chris Hardwick Network, <laughs> is picked up Chris Hardwick Celebrity Bowling, which was a web series that he had uh, going on, which actually was a it was actually was really funny. I, I liked it a lot because he had a bunch of his crew go up against like the cast of a show. So he did like the cast of Mad Men. Yep. Went against them and the cast of, uh, I think Dexter was on there. Um, and some other people too. It was just, Oh, breaking, breaking bad. He did too. Right. Didn't he do? Breaking right. Bad? Yeah. I, I believe he did. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Good. Uh, good stuff. So now that is coming to AMC. Um, and then I guess he's going to have a show after that show talking about that show. <laughs> no, he's not. His no, I'm joking. <laughs> no, but uh, that's so that got picked up, and then of course on the network side, a lot of other stuff got picked up. John Mulaney's show got picked up on on Fox, which yeah. which looks exactly like Seinfeld. Yeah, it really it really does. I mean, he plays uh, he plays himself, uh -huh. a comedian in New York City, and it looks like at the start of the show, you could watch all these trailers on LaughSpin.com, by the way. Uh, from the trailer, it, it he does stand up in the beginning, uh, in front of a curtain, mm -hmm. which I think is what Jerry did. Yep. And um, and then you know it's a multi-camera show. You know it's not a uh, it's a traditional looking sitcom. 
and there's a bunch of hijinks. So I'm I'm looking forward to it. The trailer doesn't look amazing or anything that I would love, honestly, mm-hmm. but that's just a trailer. Uh, Mulaney is one of the best comedians, one of the best writers out there today. So uh, I have my fingers crossed, and Fox has committed to I, I think they asked for a certain number they asked for i feel like they asked for 10 episodes and then asked and then once they saw the pilot they asked for 12 more or something like that yeah um i should probably know this since i'm delivering uh comedy news but uh <laughs> i'm not on the i'm not on the right page on laugh spin but uh it's something like that the point is is fox really friggin likes uh mulaney right and then uh what what else got picked up? Let's see. Well, NBC. We NBC. should talk about NBC a yeah. little bit because uh, it's official that Community is not coming back. That's right. So um, that's sort of sucky. Uh, but what they did pick up, they picked up some pretty cool stuff. They they picked up uh, a show called um, what's the uh, uh, Marry Me. Oh yeah, with Ken which, Marino. Yes, which is Ken Marino. And Casey Wilson, uh-huh. which I'm uh, very much looking forward to. Uh, Tim Meadows is in that one as well. Nice. Um, a show called Bad Judge, which stars Kate Walsh. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think that should be interesting because she's she's hangs around the comedy crowd. But, I mean, she was on, what is that show she was on? Private Practice? Is that her? Yeah. Well, yeah. Well, she was also, yeah, she was also on Grey's Anatomy. In the beginning, and then yeah, oh, then, right. she, then that spun off into yeah that private practice show. So, I don't know why I fucking know that. <laughs> because you you because you are a man of the world, Michael. I guess so. Yeah. <laughs> um. So that's happening, and then a show called uh, A to Z uh, is coming out as well, which stars um, Kristen Milioti, mm-hmm. who. Um, she was on uh, How I Met My How I Met Your Mother. She was the mother, right? I yeah, she was the mother. Yeah, and she kind of has that mousy brunette look I love so much. Yes, that makes me want to do horrible things to her face. Yeah. Oh wow. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Correct. So that's happening uh, at NBC. Um, we're not going to hit them all because it's it's going to get boring. Oh. Speaking of uh, segregating, so ABC, they listed um, a bunch of, uh, they listed, uh, we listed uh, the new shows that they picked up. So check this out. So Go ahead. ABC, um, they picked up a show called Cristela, which comes from uh, comedian Cristela Alonzo. Um, so that show, um, she plays a... Um, Sort of, uh, you know, sort of a version of herself. Um, you know, it's basically a, a Hispanic family. Uh, she's trying to, you know, put herself through law school part time. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then crazy Mexican American hijinks ensue. Then there's a show called Blackish. The real name of the show is Blackish. That's really the name? Blackish. Wow. Yeah. 
and it's wow. uh, it's an Anthony An- Anthony Anderson show, mm-hmm. uh, executive produced and featuring Lawrence Fishburne. Centers around Anderson's financially successful character Andre Johnson, whose family lives in an upper class, predominantly white neighborhood. I'm reading from Laughspin now. He fears that his family is losing ties to its heritage and attempts to teach his kids about their culture, while his old school father sits back and makes snide comments. Um, <laughs> so that's Blackish, and then there's Fresh Off the Boat. So we have the Mexican show, we have the black show, and now we have the Asian show. Oh, here we go. So, so this revolves around uh, Eddie Huang, uh, who's a chef and TV personality. It's based on his uh, best-selling memoir, Fresh Off the Boat. Um, so there's that. So, I, you know, again, again, I mean, I know this is all business and obviously... Uh, a black show can sell ads more, you know, more surgically to, you know, to, to a certain group of people. And I don't, I, I, this is, I assume that this is the case. There's a black show, there's a Mexican show, there's an Asian show. It just seems so, I, I, I would just like to see shows kind of evolve into just shades of gray. Yeah, you know, there's, yeah. You know, it's and not, not like the, and not like the Sunny D commercial shades of gray, where it looks like they were all forced together. It just kind of right. happens <laughs> organically, like you said. Right, right. And I know maybe that's asking too much, or yeah. or maybe I'm wrong. Maybe it's more empowering to to have these shows. You know, I I, I don't know. Well, it would be. I think it would be. Yeah, I I think it would be more. I, I think it would be more beneficial to what they're tr- what they're trying to get at if it was like you know a group of fr- a show about a group of friends or something and the guy who is mexican let's say becomes like the, f- the focal point and everybody else just happens to be other things you know whether right. whatever, whatever and it's just like oh you know then you know kind of like how you know sitcoms used to be in the past where if, of course a lot of sitcoms um start off as one thing and then they end up as another the focus kind of goes away from one character to another sure uh family ties is a good example they wanted it to be about the parents and all of a sudden the shift the focus went shifted to michael j fox and oh is that true yeah absolutely they they wanted that they wanted that to happen same thing with full house i think they wanted it to be more about the uh uh the adults and it kind of it kind of morphed into kind of a kids and adults uh focused show right Um, and yeah i mean it was it's it's one of those things where yeah, if you if you saw a sitcom that just it just so happens that oh man the funniest guy in the show is that guy and he just happens to be X, and you know then that then that kind of makes it oh wow this is uh, something different you know you don't see you don't see this a lot you know then then people can get talking about that kind of stuff but to yeah exactly what you're saying to kind of like make everybody be the same uh, nationality and it'd be different than 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 you know make it be different and, it, and it's like kind of forcing the fact of. No matter who you find funny, they're going to be Mexican. <laughs> right. <laughs> you know what I mean? So we're hedging our bets with this one. You know what I mean? So, uh, yeah, I get what you're saying. It's crazy. Yeah. So that's, um, yeah. So that's, I think that, that's about all we can, I don't know. I don't want to bore you guys. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, no, that's, that's fine. We get, we got, we got, there's, sp- there's a whole bunch of other new TV shows popping up, but you guys can, Go on the Google or go to Laughspin uh, to to check that out. We got we got plenty, and of and of course, obviously, you know, 
it went with all of these shows with many of these new shows coming in by the time you search them all out or try to get you know hyped up or 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 sick of one of them they'll be gone <laughs> most of them will be gone yeah i mean statistically speaking sure yeah i mean there's gonna be you know uh, there's gonna be at least one or two of these shows that are gone after like three or four episodes right right so you're yeah we'll we'll see we'll see what happens we'll see if anything breaks the mold and and breaks the ceiling i'm i'm rooting for that kim marino one only because i love kim marino i think he's great yeah and uh yeah okay cool so i think we're i think we're good to go right i think so i think right. we've i think we've talked enough i think this is uh this has been an enlightening and spiritual episode <laughs> <laughs> absolutely all right, you want to do the all plugs? Yeah, I'm kind of, I kind of, I'm curious to see if anybody. Well, I should have said this at the beginning because who knows who's going to listen to the very end. Go ahead. If you're listening now at the very end, mm-hmm. write us a comment on SoundCloud. But I guess I'm curious as to uh, if anybody actually missed us. Aw, I'm curious I'm, too. I'm a needy, awful person. You're a but needy person. I'm so needy. <laughs> <laughs> so um yeah guys um make sure you go to laughspin.com about three or four hundred times a day tell your friends share our stories on social media all of that helps so much go to facebook you like a story uh, you know post a story on facebook on yeah. the facebook once a week twice a week you know post it on twitter all that shit helps so go to, do that um that's all I'm going to plug. If you want to email me for any reason, I'm at Dylan at laughspin.com. Cool. And like I said before, my other show, Masters of None, is at mastersofnone.com. Appreciate it, fellas. All right, Dylan. Yeah. It's been great, man. Welcome back. Hell yeah. Yeah, oh, thanks. Thanks for having me. We'll see you next time right here on Laughspin Co- Pot- yeah, Podcast. See ya. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>